Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. Welcome back to another uh, podcast episode. And if, of course, you're on YouTube, this is another YouTube video. And this is episode two. You know, I got over my fear, boys. In. I was like, this year yeah. is the year we operate. No maganja. You understand? No. Yes, cool. sir. Cool. So today on our episode, um, of course, my name is Bokang Journey. <laughs> if you don't know me, now you know me. And I'm joined by a guest. Mpinchiam. Incha my dog. Mfanagiti. Keep it going. <laughs> <laughs> and his name is Ompile Nathan. Ompile, tell hey, the people what's up. Hey, what's up, guys? What's up? Good to be on the show, bro. Yeah, boy. Love it's, it. it's a long Love time it. waiting, eh? Coming. Yeah. I've been asking, eh? Hey! I've been pressing. Hey, it's those PMs. I'm not those, guys. But now we're here. Now we're here. We're yeah. operating. Nah, so today's episode is going to be a little bit more God-centered. Because um, this year, I was like, you know what? I haven't really done a lot of God-centered like content. And I really want to get back to doing a little bit more of that. Yeah. Right? And... Yeah, me and you, we go a long way back. Bro, what's it, Bamos? What did you judge? Hey! Hey, fun. Well, Lele. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and, of course, the, the chats we're going to speak about is a whole lot, bro. It's a whole lot. But before we get into them, what's a song that's been on your mind this week? This week? Uh, interesting. Um, I think, because I normally do devotion in the morning. So, on a consistent basis, I would listen to one song, and that would be... Him of Praise by yeah. William McDowell. I think, yeah, that's the main go-to song. Really? Yeah, and what about yours? Me? Hey, yeah. This week, it's Fatella. Okay. It's an Ama Piano song by Soft Piano by yeah. Amos. And I think Angelic is on it. I don't know. But it's been going in, bro. Yeah. Mm. I'm a Yenza guy. Kind of my driver. Yeah, so, hey, it's, 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 it's too much. Yeah, then, but cool. obviously, this week as well, um, Champions by Tribal. Tribal Worship. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that song goes in. The other day I was inside, I was like, is it, is it like new or is it an old song? I really don't know, bro. I just bumped across it like Champions. I'll check yeah, it out. check it out. It's by Tribal. Uh, I'll check it out. Dude, I said, I said nah, that morning, and I was like, mm. I just listened to the song. Mm. Beautiful, beautiful. And then obviously, let's get into the chats now. What's your favorite scripture and why? Favorite scripture and why? Uh, it has to be Matthew 6 33. Which says, uh, if you seek the kingdom of God above everything else, all these things will be added. Okay. So basically, when you seek God, and you know you you strive to be holy, you strive to um, what can I say? To be aligned with His will, He will take care of you. He will provide. There's no fear. There's no lack with God. As long as you go by His direction, His way, He will take care of you, and everything will be added. Everything that you need will be added unto you. So yeah. That's that's my go-to scripture, hundred percent. That's beautiful. Mine has to be James, chapter one, okay. twenty-one to twenty-five, mm-hmm. where it speaks about how um, the word of God is a mirror, and w- if we um, do not obey it or go by it, we're like a fool who looks away and forgets what he looks like. Mm. So it's about really just about applying the word, that doing the word. Of scripture. Yeah. yeah, and I think James was just one. Of, it was the first book I read when I got saved. Okay. A very heavy book to read when you just get saved, you know. When you're like, yes, Jesus, and then you're like, okay, wow. You can't you know? do this, yeah. can't do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. I think that heaviness was something I needed when I got it in. So that, that scripture was just like, dude, it's simple, tight thing. Yeah. Just apply this this guy. This is the manual, follow it. That's so I think that's book. that's the why it's a favorite scripture. Like, Because I also think like, you know, a lot of us, we overcomplicate Christianity, okay. you know, with all these rules and that and society says and this. Whereas God says, bro, just follow me, dog. 
I'm not saying be perfect, you know. He says, yeah. just pursue me. Mm. So even with that, bro, um, you started with your relationship with God, right? Yeah. Um, but was it always something that was built um, with you during childhood? Your mom was there teaching you where Sunday school and all that. Or was there a point where you actually said, nah, this is where I'm going to actually pursue? What was your chat with that? Um, my chat basically was always grew around Christianity. So my grandfather was a pastor. Uh, my mom served a lot in, in youth ministry. She's also a youth minister. So yeah, I was around it always. Um, growing up, Sunday school, you know, yeah, Sunday school, you know, all those <laughs> things. So yeah, and I always had an idea of who God is sure. and what he does, but I never really gained that understanding, that full understanding of, you know what, this is who he is in my personal life, mm. you know? So obviously, as a, as a believer starting, you know, you, you're still going to sin, you're still going to make mistakes because there's lack of understanding of, you know, this is, I'm supposed to have a personal relationship with God. Sure. I knew him as this eternal being, you know, so big, so mm. powerful, so mighty, but I never knew him in my own personal life. So obviously growing up, I was all around it, but I liked understanding at that same time. So what was the catalyst for you to be like, okay, this is the time I'm going to rock now? Um, I just feel like what he has done in my life, um, growing up in my childhood, I struggled with a lot of bitterness and unforgiveness and I went to a, a church sermon and they explained that, you know what, if God can forgive you for so many things, you should be able to forgive others and love others the way God loves you. And once that clicked, bro, I was like, wow, I want to know who God is more because what he has done for me here is incredible, you know? Mm. I'll be able to love more people, to forgive more people. And I'm like, oh, okay. Nah, kind of, yeah, eh, I like this. <laughs> yeah, I really, yeah. really do. So, yeah, I think that was the platform that was for the foundation. Yeah, yeah. But then um, when you speak of forgiveness, was it like an easy thing for you? Because no matter what the situation is, right, an individual, when they say we need to forgive someone, that means it, it hurt them. Right. So for you, um, was that process easy? How was that process of forgiving those who um, hurt you and stuff? I mean, that wasn't easy at all. I mean, there were days where you feel good and Lingling got Wednesday night, the mama how the name I'm like, oh, so I really had to completely, you know, forgiven. Yeah, yeah. So like, it's a, it's a long journey. Um, my advice to anyone who's going through the same process is take your time. Okay, so Eventually. it doesn't happen overnight. Nah, but would you say it's a, nah, it's a decision? Because nah, nah, nah. what I realized now nah, mm. is, um, like you said, you wake up one day and you're like, this person's calling me again. Uh, then you think of that situation. True. Then you realize, um, have I actually forgiven? Have I not? Yeah. So I think for me, it's just an understanding that, no, you have. Now you just have to walk in that forgiveness. So is it the same for you? or? Yeah, I, th I feel like it's, it's a decision. Really, it mm. has to be a decision. You have to decide, okay, from this day forth, I'm, I've forgiven this person. And you know what? By the grace of God, I believe as well, it's something that is supernatural. I feel like you have to have mm. the empowerment of the Holy Spirit to be able to forgive. Because I don't think you can do it out of your own flesh, out of your own self, out of sure. your own strength. So, yeah, God needs to strengthen you. God needs to empower your Holy Spirit. And, yeah, I think that makes it a lot, lot easier than it should like yeah then it should be really so so yeah so what about you bro how me your journey Imagine. as a christian was it always growing up or was it like you know nah bro i think for me it was just like i growing up i mean we always went to church as a fam yeah. sunday was standard church breakfast that it was right 
<laughs> you know, like lunch at home or whatever sure, the case might sure, be. Sure. Um, but I always had this thing because I remember like um, grade, from grade three to five, okay. I remember a lot of people were like, um, they would do a lot, man. Like post BBM days. They'd oh, post, BBM you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love Jesus, Jesus. What is it? Is it um, what's that thing? Tumblr, those Tumblr posts. Oh, you know, those, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Keep, keep good because God is good. Right? Sure, yeah, sure, those kind sure. of things. And I was just yeah. like, guys, I love God, but I'm like, I don't like, I love God, I guess, but not like, not like that, not like you know? That, yeah. And then I remember, shock of my life, grade seven, um, I remember there was a song, the Our Father Prayer. It's a yeah. song as well, almost, right? Yeah. And we were singing in assembly. And I'm like, oh, I'm like the only Christian in the planet doesn't know the song or this prayer. And then I used to go to my friends and be like, guys, how do you know this? How do you know this prayer? How do you know this song? People would be like, no, my mom taught me. My grandmother taught me. Oh, it's in the Bible. Yeah. I'm like, okay, that's interesting. But uh, just to go back, what had happened for me was then in grade five, randomly I went to um, a church service. Mm-hmm. A friend invited me. And it was Sunday school vibes. And then we performed at the, at the church. And then me being Bokang, me, I go to the altar. Like, because they're going into the main church looking for their parents. I'm like, okay, I get like, sharp. And then I go to the altar, and then an usher stops me. Rawe, nah, can't you see Muruti's preaching? So, so I go, I sit down, and then I hear this uh, pastor, she's speaking about the love of Jesus. Like, okay. I've never heard it before. And then for some reason, I start weeping, like crying. Crazy. Crying, crying. Yeah. And then she made altar call. Like, I didn't really hear the, the sermon. I just remember Jesus loves you. <laughs> and then I give my life to Jesus. And then, yeah, I stayed out of the church for a bit. And then that church uh, got connected through somebody else who I used to dance with okay. in grade seven. Okay. And then, but in the time from grade five to seven, I was visiting many churches, Catholic, Methodist, mm. Anglican, Nomayini, everywhere, different kinds of churches. And so um, I just made a decision to be planted in a certain church at the time. And then my journey started beginning there, where it became more intentional. They taught me how to uh, read the Bible you know, and stuff like that. So how to pray. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how my journey, that was the catalyst for me was just seeing how everybody like knew. Yeah. And I was kind of just like clueless. So I think my ignorance was what triggered that. Yeah. But more than anything, I think God met me at a point where I needed him. I tell people like everything after, after um, grade seven is messy. Everything after metric is God's favor. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. genuinely, I didn't see myself like going, like being alive to this day. I know it sounds like mad, but yeah. like being young, I just, I just went through life, just going through life. I was just like, oh, bro, like I wouldn't mind dying. Sounds heavy. Yeah. But that was that like is, my thought process. Like, oh, if I die, shut up. Oh. Mm. Yeah. So that was my chat um, with my relationship with God. And speaking now, like my relationship with him has been shaky. I don't okay. lie. Yeah. Um, it's been shaky, but that's because um, I left the church that I was planted in uh, for, for many other reasons. Yeah. But I still do believe in the, com- in the idea of having a church or being a part of a church and a church community. Yeah. So um, right now, I, I'm now just like trying to serve at my parents' church. So I decided to be planted there now. It's an Anglican church. Yeah. And yeah, we'll see what happens there. But... In terms of my relationship with God, I was also shaky in terms of prayer, getting into the word. But like October, November last year, I started working on it again. It's been better. It's getting there. We're growing and moving. And there's just a whole lot of learning and unlearning that I have to do with the word. And what had helped me was going through 
because I did theology, and I said this in like the first episode of the podcast, and I did theology okay. 2021, first year. Go UP. No? At UP. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, I don't know, that just like helped me like look at things in a different perspective. And I know a lot of people are like, ah, oh, if you do theology, you're going to be a, an atheist. That's your, that's your choice. <laughs> really? They that's really your choice. That? Yeah, a lot of people. But it's because it's, it's, it's happened a lot. Where like a lot of people come, they study theology, yeah. and then they become atheists. That is so yeah. insane. I never it's knew that. Crazy. I never. It's mad, bro. Yeah. So a lot of people, even when I went, they're like, "Oh, don't become an atheist, though." It's mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, but no, man. What do you mean?" Yeah. So yeah, so that just helped me a lot. But obviously, I didn't complete that because that's not the direction I want to go career-wise. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so like just now, um, there's a lot of tools that I'm still applying from there as well that that's working for me now. So I'm at a good place, but I'm at a techy place as well. Yeah. But for me, I think it's good because now it's like more, I don't know how to put it, but like I'm at a place where I'm desperate for God again. Let me rather say that. Mm. So it's not like I'm just going through the motions again. I think that's the best place to be. Yeah. You're desperate. Yeah. No, I think that's the best place to be. Really. What about you? How's your relationship with God looking now? Now um, it's progressing, really. It really is from where it was before. Um, same chat with you You know when you leave a church That you are so planted in and Yeah yeah For various reasons obviously But um, I'm just trying to get back to that To that place To that hunger To mm. that desperation for God Is really really hard Because once you get out of that It's like Hey you're back in the world again hey, Yeah yeah you're city pie, The city fire <laughs> Just come Flying <laughs> in You know what I mean <laughs> So obviously one thing that I always believe that you can't be separated from his love. Sure. It'll always be within you. Whether you can go left, 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 but there'll always be a moment where God will convict you. Sure. So I've had that conviction earlier this year. And it could be like, you know what, I'm gonna strengthen my relationship with God. It's gonna be consistent, it's gonna be I also believe in spiritual discipline. I feel like <laughs> there's like there's Deeper. there's there's moments where you wake up and you don't want to pray. Sure. There's moments you don't want to do devotion, you don't want to read the word. Just go now. Appeal and say, you know, just, 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 <laughs> just, like, just go by, you yeah. know, go through the motions. But now I've made that decision um, quite early in the year and it's helping. You know, I know it's still in Jan, but it's really, really helping. Um, more consistent, you know, yeah. And then when it comes to like your, if I can suggest ministry, because yeah. obviously we're at the church we're at, they were big on like, you know, evangelizing, yeah. going out, yeah. saving souls. Mm. And that was a big thing. Yeah. So I know with me, um, I did it because I really believed I was called. Um, now that I'm not in that church, I'm finding it difficult to find my feet as to like, what is my ministry or okay. what I'm called to do? Yeah. Um, in a way, I don't know if that makes sense. No, no, to me, perfect it makes sense. sense. <laughs> right? perfect so um, I want to know from you, have you been able to kind of shift and find your way in how you do ministry? Like, do you do it the way you're, the current church you're planted in now? Or, yeah, what's your chat? Has God spoken to you and been like, hey, Umpila, I want you to win souls in America. What's your chat? Type of thing. Yeah. Um, for me, even leaving the church where I was planted in, I was still doing ministry. So by that time, I was still in, in King Edward Seventh School. Yeah. And I had a Bible study group. So that continues, still continues now, even though I left. Their leaders, you know, they're growing and, you know, leading people to Christ. But as for me, on a personal note, um, it's been difficult to, to, to do ministry in terms of I need direction of like, okay, if I'm at a soccer team, can I evangelize here? Mm-hmm. If I'm at school, can I evangelize here? Because I believe that 
God has given you a gift, a certain gift, in order to give Him the glory. Sure. So, in terms of not just how you speak about Jesus, but you have to live it out, right? People need to see that. So, I feel like it's that thing of, okay, you're placed in, in a school, within an industry, within a sport. Yeah. Then, yeah, do your thing, you know? Just get out of that fear, you know, tell people about Jesus, about your testimony. I think testimony is the biggest thing, really. Hundreds, hundreds. That's the biggest start. And people will be like, oh, really? Okay. So, you say your ministry is basically just going out and showing the love of God, even if it is like... Yeah. Okay. That's, I feel like that's what everybody's called for. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. I think when I was planted at this, that specific church, I always thought about it as I have to be in a school. It has to be so structured in a way where... Following that specific, that specific way, you know? But that's not, it's not really like that. It's yeah, like yeah, yeah. wherever you placed, you can, you can make an impact. You can win souls for Jesus. So 100%. Yeah heavy and then when it comes to like now um because obviously new year you start saying all that um chatting about now involving your decisions and mm. you know involving god in your decisions yeah. and one thing i've realized for me well ever since i gave my life to god is that i've always tried to involve god in my decisions but one big thing I've, and big questions i've always had whether it was uh we had a scripture union in primary school and being in like your your small groups and bible studies my one question has always been how do you know if god is speaking to you Mm -hmm. and the answer i never liked but i always got was read your bible (laughs) oh that answer Yo, read your Bible. How do we, we want angels flying out of the sky telling us? That's what I want. Biblically, that's what um, Old Testament moves. Sure. That's what you got. Yeah. You know? yeah oh, God's sure. brother, Grady, brother, Twada, mm. Michael, mm. Twada, mm. you know. Mm. So mm. I think that's what I always kind of expected. So I, I know to a certain degree, another answer I got was that God will use the people around you. Sure. Right? Mm. Which is fair. So the Bible part, I get it now, where it's more like, not necessarily just read your Bible and then whatever's there, God's speaking. But it's more like, um, you'll be convicted in a certain way to do stuff and then it'll show through some people, through dreams and visions, through the people around you, over time maybe. Um, and then there'll, there'll be a burning passion. Like, it's, more, it's, it's more intricate than we think, yeah. right? If we're being honest. So for me, I, I'm still wondering. Like I can't say, oh, God speaks me through certain people in my life or god speaks to me i mean through the word to a certain degree right but i want to know from you like on a little bit more practical level yeah you want to pursue abc okay how do you know it's right for you because i know sorry just to conclude for me i don't know i pray about it and i say god (laughs) yeah yeah, you know that's being honest like i really just don't know how when things are confirmed or not for me for you how do, how do you know like okay i'm going to do this god's involved god is not involved i'm aware of abcd yeah i feel like that's also a tricky one for me on my end i feel like yeah because a lot of the times you just want to do things your own way sure out of your own understanding but the bible says don't do that rather trust in god right so i think prayer is one step that i'll pursue like god okay i want to do one two three four and i pursue this and this and that but it's in your hands. If it's part of your will, let that be done. But if not, then I would really understand because you have something better, right? So I believe I believe that God will answer your prayer okay. in terms of he will either use someone to speak 
he's either used a scripture or conviction like things that you mentioned like there's different ways god will speak to you um but the biggest thing for me would be a conviction really hmm. so a feeling a deep desire of like okay no i have to do how this. do you distinguish that with the voice of god yeah and your desires i just feel like bro sometimes the holy spirit genuinely does speak to you mm-hmm. some people quit your intuition i call it the holy spirit you know? <laughs> like wow what child i like say you know don't do this do that type of thing but yeah, it also so- goes it also comes down to your relationship with god how close you are because the bible says god hears the voice of his children mm-hmm. so if you're not his child then how can he hear you how can he engage and interact with you you know what i mean so I think that also goes down to your own personal relationship with God, how close and intimate you are with Him. So, yeah, it's a whole lot of things, but I just feel like the main thing for me would be a conviction. Conviction. And um, your surrounding as well. I mean, deep that. If you aren't at a good surrounding or a good, or a good space, how can God use those people to speak? You know what I mean? Okay. So it's all about the fellowship, the environment. If you're around other believers, it's way easier because God will be like, okay, no, oh, perfect. I can use Mang Mang, you know, to speak to Bokang and tell him yeah. that no, dude, pursue this rather than that. You know what and I then mean? On that note, yeah. Um, with with saying that, right, being a Christian in today's time can be tricky, <laughs> tricky, yeah. tricky, 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 right? Mm. So, um because we're going to wrap it up in a few, is we're speaking about involving God, all right, in our decisions, having a relationship with Him. Yeah. And now I want to know, like, how do you go about your, just your day-to-day? Like, especially as a varsity student, yeah. you know, every day it's just vibes, bro. You know, there's just a whole lot of, a lot that's going on, yeah. right? And how do you, like, really go about just your day-to-day and really... Like kind of, I don't want to say sidestepping, but sidestepping temptation. Um, I feel like there is a profound um, saying that my one of my fellow disciples were telling me. He, he told me that, dude, when you're busy with like the right things, you know, the things of God, you don't have time for sin, right? Mm-hmm. So I've seen <laughs> a lot of times where maybe I'm bored, I don't have a lot to do. Hey, temptation. <laughs> you know, up? yeah, like, yeah, what's up? You know, go visit Mang Mang, go do this and that. So it's like, I feel like for me to plan out my day to day, it has to be structured from the morning till the evening. So it's like maybe um, when I wake up, obviously, first things first, devotion, spend time with the Lord. Um, from there, you get to school, you do your thing, maybe go to the gym, you know, just plan out your day and try to keep it as busy as possible. So you can't, you, so you can avoid those type of things, you know. But even if you're not doing anything, maybe taking a rest day, intentionally spend time with God, intentionally, you know. Mm. Yeah, I think it's, it falls back to spiritual discipline because, you know, sometimes you wanna, what we call grooving, you know, you wanna sure. binge watch, next place and chill. Mm. I think that you need to be a set apart time where you can spend time with God during your free time. And be like, you know, God, what are you saying to me? What are you really saying to me right now? Maybe you can watch a sermon relating to what you're going through. You can pray relating to what you're going through. Anything just to just build, continue building your relationship with God. So, yeah, I hope I'm making sense. No, you're making sense. I hope you're I'm making, making sense. sense but, yeah. just, what you, it just brought me back to that scripture um, where it speaks of 
I'm idle hands at the devil's playground. Mm. And I think from a lot, for, for the longest time, I've, I've seen that's true, but you can still be busy and still be consumed or tempted, if that true. makes sense. You know what I mean? You can be busy in church worshiping and but, then lust kicks you yeah. in the throat. Crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. You know, and that's yeah. just the truth. But like, yeah. it's just about, um, I guess, being intentional with your thoughts, being yeah. intentional with what you're doing, with your time, being intentional with how you want to come across, whatever the case might yeah. be. So to, I get what you say. Yeah, um, 100%. It's not an easy one though. It's not, it really isn't, it really isn't. And how would you go about your day? How would you, let's say it's a normal day, you have to go to school, you have to get things done, you know? Tough. Um, yeah, my boy, I'm not going to lie, yeah? yeah? It's been a lot. I think since coming into varsity, like it's, I don't know. Like school, I think, dude. I think school in general is like it's quite a lot. So yeah, like, but I, like yeah. I never had that kind of like vibe like in okay. like primary or like high school. Yeah. You know, too. But like in varsity, like everybody's just so carefree. You know, like more carefree, yeah. more open to so many like different ideas. Mm-hmm. Somebody will tell you about this, and you be like, "Oh, really?" Now you start. Now you're like, "Okay, astrology. Let's think, Let's talk yeah. about that." Yeah. So like, there's so much, and then it's so easy to get consumed by that, if that makes sense. But for me, um. It just, I think for me, it just comes down to what you're saying, spending time with God. So drawing back and coming to your sense and being like, okay, God, this is what I heard today. Let's, let's chat about that. Yeah. What does your word say about A, B, C, D? Yeah. How can I approach one, two, three? Mm. And especially in a day and age also where you, like, you have access to information about anything and everything. And there are so many terms about what's going on. Yeah. Right? You yeah. mention it and then you could get canceled. Oops. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Who said that? Come on. Come on. <laughs> But you see what I'm saying? Yeah, so I think yeah. it's just in a day and age like this, it's just really about standing on your conviction True. with your relationship with God. Yeah. And yeah, mm. it might not be the greatest at some points. At yeah. some points, it might be great. Yeah. I've just been lucky with the people that I have been across. They've accepted it. And then there are people who challenge your faith True. through and through. Yeah. You know, and it's, you, don't, you don't owe it to them to explain or to like validate your conviction in your relationship with God mm. as long as it's according to his word that's how I feel mm. so um, as much as you because we're all not perfect True. we're all trying to get this life thing but that doesn't excuse sin Yeah, that doesn't excuse sin True. but it's about making sure that every day we're intentional on pursuing Christ True. Mm. that's powerful bro. So then that's, I, I wanted to ask we mentioned a lot, of, a lot, a lot about conviction right yeah. how would you really differentiate between a passion and conviction. This is episode two. You're going deeper, brother. <laughs> um, passion and conviction. What's the difference? What is the difference? <laughs> I don't know, but I think for me, um, you can be passionate about your conviction. Right? So... Conviction is something you really believe. Okay. But passion... Ish, boy, let me think about this for a second. It's a tricky one, to it's be honest. It's a tricky one. Yeah, no, it really is. Because I don't know, for, to a certain degree, I wouldn't say they're the same thing. Okay. Is there like um, a slight difference? Or would you say like, no, it like, is the same, like, you know... I don't know, I think, I think with conviction, it's more like, I believe. Like, I'm okay. here, be, no, matter, no matter what happens, come, hail, rain, 
hot or cold, I'm going to believe in A, B, C, D, or I'm going to do this. Yeah. Right? And then with passion, it's just the thing of, I just, whether it's more, I think it's more feeling-based where yeah. I'm just going to rock, mm. you know? That's what I think um, is, would be the difference. But essentially to me, I think it's one and the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, that's, that's powerful. That's powerful. Mm. Decode that how you may. <laughs> and then we're going to wrap it up now. Uh, it's a bit of a long one. Um, now, words of encouragement, right? Um, maybe there's somebody who's watching this or listening to this, and they're saying, hey, I want to get my relationship with God started. Where do I begin? Um, I hear what you guys are speaking about, um, but I just don't know where to start. Or I feel like I'm too much of a sinner or I've fallen far off the, yeah. the wheelbarrow. Where do I begin? Type of thing. Um, my encouragement would be there's still hope. I feel like that's the biggest thing that people want is hope. You know, is just to see the better side of things. And where God is, that's the place to be. Um, it might not look all sunshine and rainbow. There might be storms and trials. But God will always be present. God will always be with you you know and i just feel like for a new person that wants to come into terms with you know i want to believe in jesus sure. i think god loves god loves you regardless of how much you've sinned how much whatever you've done in your life god will forgive that will forgive that right he's willing to you know take you with open arms you know and i just hope it convicts you enough to actually take a leap of faith yeah. in starting a relationship with god and I would the best way to start it is finding a local church um mm. find a local church with believers um get people that are in leadership that can guide you and lead you into into accountability and having a relationship with god because if you start it by yourself i feel like that's not personally i don't think that's the best way i think the best way is for you to find a local church and gather around believers and being fellowship with them that builds your faith stronger and stronger day by day so yeah, that's also really, really important. But the best thing for that particular individual is to understand that, you know what, God loves you regardless of what you've done and he's willing to forgive you and give you another chance, right? So, yeah, just the love of God, man, it conquers everything. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that's my encouragement. And this is that understanding and finding a local church, the nearest church, really. Yeah. And, you know, try it out and, and see what, how it goes. But pray for guidance as well. Um, that's the biggest thing for me. Pray like God, for guidance. Yeah, that God can lead you and guide you to the right church um, where you can be planted and where your faith can genuinely grow. So, so yeah, even for people that have backslidden, you know, you used to be at a point where you're, you're on fire for God, you used to love Him, but, you know, life happened, you know, so it's just God will, God will redeem you. You know, He will deliver you from whatever you're going through. You know, it just takes time. It takes takes time you have to be patient you have to wait on god's timing and you have to have the faith really um it always takes me back to the story of david mm. you know he committed lust idolatry murder <laughs> all in the same time <laughs> yeah. but for for that type of believer i would be like come to genuine repentance and offer forgiveness yes but repent you know i believe that is changing the way you think changing your habits changing your ways that's your true repentance so so yeah, God, you wouldn't. That's what lightning. I mean, yeah, yeah like it won't, it won't be the case. You genuinely, you know, open His arms. You know, you just need to answer. Same thing with the right. prodigal son. You know, we we all been, we all have been prodigal sons, 
you know, walk with Christ. Yeah. But yeah, no, you'll nah. And there's, I think there. there's so much scripture where God says, um, if you draw to me, I'll draw near, near, no, to, near you. to you. Yeah. So I think what you're saying is so valid. And if you're there and you're saying, hey man, I want to get my, my relationship with God back together, I think just start. Um, whether it's with a short prayer, with reading your word, but like Warren Pillar said, the best way to start is getting planted in a church community. So go to your local churches, visit them, see which one you, you want to settle down in, get involved with the leadership there, and then let them help you strengthen your relationship with God. And before we finish it up, Pile, could you pray for us? Pray for the people out there. Right. Just no to problem. wrap it up. No problem. Cool, right. brother. Right. Um, thank you, Heavenly Father, for this beautiful day. Thank you for this opportunity, for this platform to spread your word. I pray for each and every person that is watching this YouTube video that they make in a certain conviction and faith to believe and trust in you, oh God, because you have plans for us, plans for us to prosper, to give us a future and a hope and not even to harm us, Lord. We believe that through you, everything will work out for our good. And this is the beginning of new things. I pray a blessing over everyone in 2023 that your hand, Lord, will work within their lives and they will never, ever be the same again because you are there, Lord. This I pray in your name. Amen. Amen. My boy, thank you so much. We'll do this again. Thank you, guys. Give us the five stars. Do the likes. Do the comments. Do whatever you need to do. Let us know if you enjoyed this episode. Until next time, Dango.